0: Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Rams writer podcast with me your host Simon a lot to cover been a busy week at Derby County so let's get into it so it's uh we all know last weekend of the week of the transfer window and in uh we did do some business some very shrewd unbelievable business uh we signed another than Wayne Rooney, yes you heard me correctly Wayne Rooney becomes a Ram in January Now that is being touted as the Probably the EFL's biggest ever transfer Uh, You may be thinking how much did we pay for him? Uh, Well we paid nothing He's a free transfer Comes into his contract DC United So he's going to finish his season there Join us in around about November time October, November time when the MLS finishes Uh, And then he's going to train with us and then obviously he can um, officially join us in January. Wow. Yeah. Um, When I first found out about this, I was... I was confused. Like, what? Nah, what what a load of tripe. But then I'm thinking, this is Derby County. This is Mel Morris. This is unbelievable. Um, Yeah, he... um, he was, I think it was broke on, was it Wednesday? No, it was broke on Tuesday, or was it Monday? Yeah, no, it was broke on Monday. Tuesday, We. it was a ram, and it was just like, wow. And everybody in the EFL <laughs> has proper got their back up against us now. Derby County is simply one of the clubs in the EFL that probably on the most hated list, but why? Why can they afford it? They're flat broke. They've signed Wayne Rooney. Yeah, we didn't cost us anything. He's probably going to cost us about seven point eight million, um, in wages over the year and a half he's going to be with us. Um, however, Mel, being the lucrative businessman, he is just has uh, managed to put a deal with thirty-two red obviously our kit sponsors, shirt sponsors at the minute, um, that's probably more than likely going to pay for that or put funds towards that. But people are getting pissy thinking we're breaking FFP or that 32 Red are paying for Wayne Rooney. No, 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 no. 32 Red are not paying for Wayne Rooney. Derby are paying for Wayne Rooney. Why? Shirt sales probably for one, the publicity for the other, the worldwide recognition that Derby County are now going to get because Wayne Rooney wears a Derby County shirt. I think they sold out of Wayne Rooney 32 shirts two days after he signed that's how big a transfer this guy is you know and you know some people say oh he's past it you know he's just coming over Ashley Cole no Ashley Cole was 38 when we signed him Rooney's 33 he'll probably come to us when he's 34 but you know so what age is just a number if he can still ball he can still ball and from what I've seen in the MLS of him he can still ball you know so that is the biggest signing in our, not probably you know in our club's history. Definitely, without a doubt, it beats like the likes of Shelton, the likes of Ravinelli, You know, it it beats all them. You know, this is England's top goal scorer, Manchester United's top goal scorer. You don't, you know, unless we sign Rooney, Ronaldo, or, or Messi, or somebody like that, then you you not you don't get much bigger. To be honest, let let let's be frank here. Yeah. And, you know, apparently there was you know, it it has been said that we did go after him last year as well, but obviously couldn't couldn't secure a deal. So he's 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 joined us as a player coach, so he's joined us on an an initial eighteen month contract, which has, has has does have the option for another year. Um that's fine with me. So the player coach, and that's another thing people are saying as well. about oh well, that's how they're getting around FFP with his wages because he's the player because is a coach. Yeah, but FFP is, it's the whole of what go in goes into the club and the whole of you know what goes out of the club, just like any business. You know that it that's that's, that's the way it works. I'm not going to go into business finances and stuff of you, but that that's how it works. You know, so he regards the fact that he's a coach. It, it would still his wages being a coach and a player don't matter. All of it will still go to towards FFP etc so whatever regardless Rooney will pay for himself just by merchandising and, and publicity and things like that so <laughs> for the other 23 AFL <laughs> bollocks dear he's ours you know um, and and he's being talked about you know still uh, uh, you know I think yesterday was uh, watching EFL on Quest the highlights and stuff um, I'll come to the game and everything. But the first thing they said was Ray- Wayne Rooney. You know, even on Sky during the game, apparently it was Wayne Rooney. Just so you know, he's not even with us yet. You know, that's the only disappointing thing. He's not with us yet. But I understand where he's coming from. He just want you know, wants to how his contract and help DC I Fair enough. That's that's fine. So Derby, you know, last season we were changed. That you know, our name was changed basically to Frank Lampard's Derby County. You know, and. and he's left and the publicity's died away from us, but it's Mel, he's brought it back to us again. He's just, he's such a clever guy. God bless Mel Morris. He's even pissed off God, you know, the Church of England are, are pissed off because, um, of, of the Rooney sign and because of the association it's got with 32 red and whatnot, you know, but let's, I'm not condoning gambling, you know, um, I have a flutter, with my dad every weekend, but um gambling's everywhere in football. You know, most most of the teams are sponsored by well, half the league sponsored by 32 Reddit films like. That. But you've got you know Huddersfield Paddy Power. You know, uh, I think it's Blackburn Ten Bet something like that. Stoke City's grounds, the Bet Three Six Five Stadium. The, the 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 league's called the Sky Bet Championship so you know you can't just because one player signed you can't condemn him for it no because at the end of the day football is you know gambling and football at the moment come, come together as, as a package it feels it seems you know you know and like I said I'm not saying you know everyone go out and gamble it's not you know it's not it doesn't work like that you know you should know for one like if you've got an addictive nature not to really start gambling or you, you know and then you've, you've got to know when to stop and I know people struggle with that. You know, I I I think I went through it myself, where I, I was like, gambling. I just thought, oh yes, alright, this is yeah, oh oh, it's only a fiver or whatever. But then it got more than that. So myself, I've been through it myself. You know, I went for a time where I, I was I was gambling on shit that like during the um. Off season, for instance, there's, there's some crappy leagues that are still playing, and you know, you when you find yourself gambling on. So many goals to be scored in like a, I don't know a Jamaican game, you know, Jamaican league game. You've never heard of two teams, and you know you've got you've got problems. You know, so if if, if you are struggling with gambling, I will put this out here right now. If you are struggling, go and get help. There's people on Twitter. There's Andy Margaret, uh, Andy, Andy Margaret on on Twitter. Baron Mad seventy nine, I think he is seventy eight. Let me just double check that. Um. Give me. I will check that because you know there is. Um, yeah, Baron Mad Seventy Nine, Andy Marget. I'm sure he won't mind me, you know, mentioning. But he 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 is is you know he works with people you know that have had been. He used to be an ex gambler addict himself, um, but he does a lot of work helping people out off his own back, you know. So if you if you if you are listening to this and you do think you've got an issue with gambling, go and seek help. Seriously, you know. Um, at the end of the day, you're you're there to enjoy the football, not. But you know, you can't make money off gambling. You know, regardless of what all you see all these tippers, so called tippers on Twitter saying, oh um, yeah, no, it's, it's 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 crap, mate. You know, seriously. So, if you do find yourself struggling, go and go and get help. Seriously. But Anyway, moving on, so um, yeah, so Wayne Rooney really signed best ever EFL signing, um, and then obviously deadline day was Thursday, um, and we signed it, it felt a bit. I think because how big the Rooney signing was when we signed we signed Ben Hamer as a goalkeeper, um, because Scott Carson's gone on loan to Man City, so he'll see yeah, out his last season with us at Manchester City. So good luck, Scott. Um, so we signed Ben Hamer from uh, Huddersfield in replacement for him on loan, and we signed Jamie Patterson, ex Red Dog, um, from Bristol City on loan for a year. And people were really disappointed because we've been linked with some names. But let's not forget that when we get linked with names, this is agent trying to stir the pot. You know, it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of, just look at how many players Darby County have been linked with over the last three or four years that we've not actually signed. And there's actually been no rumours, there's been no connections with us. So, you know, it's nice to hear transfer rumours on Twitter and, 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 and whatnot. But until someone's through the door, you, you know you don't know that you don't know the situation or anything like that. It's I know people are disappointed because you know you see his players who you want and they go to different clubs or that they're, they're not going. I know there's a lot of stuff. Like, oh, why's why we're why we not getting anything off Chelsea? Let's think about this. This is Philip Koku's derby now. It's not Frank Lampard. It's Philip Koku's. He might not want anybody from Chelsea. He might want to close the ties, you know, with Chelsea because in the, the day I don't think we we know nowhere no we get a mount back. You know, Wilson's gone to Bournemouth. Um... And I think Tamori's going to be, you know, with Chelsea selling David Luiz, Tamori might be in the picture there. So we've got Matt Clark in anyway, who for me is a defensive upgrade, you know, on on Tamori. So, you know, they, they, they were the final transfers. We I think we we're a bit underwhelmed by him, um, you know, personally, especially with Jamie Patterson. There was a video of him on social media. He got asked about the Super Bowl who you prefer Patriots or Ramses on? I don't like Derby, whatever. You know, yeah, he was in a Bristol City kit, but. It's yeah. You know, it's one of them is you you, if you're a former red dog, you're not gonna go. oh, I yeah, love Darby or or whatever. But it's just one of them things. And I, you know, for me, yeah, I've, it's, it's just funny. I find it quite hilarious, to be honest. But as a football player, if you go to a club and you want to progress your career, then then you go and you play. You're not just gonna go there and and be sh- and, and be, and be rubbish. you know you know. But people say it before they even move. Now to me, no, no. There's no need for that, is there? Really? Come on, honestly. We're not seeing him play yet. And you're slating him just because of one stupid comment he made on social media. Um so yeah, he he's come. He's obviously filling in on wing or or wherever, or centre middle, some he, he can play either one. And to be honest, from what I've seen of him anyway, um he's not a bad little player. You know, I think when when you know when Bristol played his last season, did I think he scored yet. He, he might have scored or set one up or something, but he was a tricky player against us. You know, and i you know you don't if you if you if you've watched the championship, you must have seen him. He he likes running at players. You know he's a bit he likes a few tricks pulls a few tricks out of the bag every once in a, in a while. So you know so let's let's not get behind him. Let's not get on his back, but let's get behind him. You know, he's he's Derby nice, a Derby player. So anyone any Derby player on that shirt, we get behind, don't we? That's what we like to think anyway. It doesn't always happen, but hey, that, that's that's football for you. So yeah, that, that's basically. Oh yeah, then Ben obviously Ben Hayne was coming on loan. Um, goalkeeper, thirty-one, I think he is. As he, a goalkeeper, I think his best years were a few years ago at Charlton. Uh, he's an upgrade, definitely, on Mitchell and, and Navas. Whether he, whether he'll get a number one spot against Ruse, I don't know. You know he's been to Leicester, um, played on there just. I think it was the season after they won the title. But no, I think I think you know, he's a he's a he's a keeper, isn't he so we ha I think like I said, I know I said on these I don't think a keeper would be a priority and I don't think it would have been. However, with Scott Carson going though, I think then it was like a case of right, no, we would better get someone because from what I've seen in Mitchell and Noah they're not ready to be a backup for Ruse, so um yeah, so no it's I was wrong. I said I would admit it if I was, and I was wrong, you know, but hey, we can't always be right, can we? That's just life. So, yeah, no, um, Ben Hamer joins us as well. So that's it then, that's that's the transfer window done, you know, so we've we've made was it six, seven signings. Um, obviously, Graham Shinney came in on a free, um, then we signed Kieran Down on a loan from Everton. Bielik then signed from, Christian Bielik then signed from Arsenal for £7 million is, is the fee now I think has being shouted at, which could move to £10 million. um, million, you know, record-breaking transfer fee. Um, along with him came Matt Clark on loan from Brighton Hove Albion, um, Wayne Rooney of course, obviously doesn't join until January, and then obviously Jamie Patterson and, and, and Ben Hamer. So that's it seven new signings then to the, to the to the team again we made nine last season and if you think about last season we you know when we started we nine new players you know it wasn't it wasn't pretty at times it um, wasn't the best start um but as with everything it's when you bring that many players in, and again having a new manager, which doesn't help, you know having a new manager, having six, seven new players come in, it's difficult. Um, you know, you, you, it's going to take time to gel, which we saw last season. And when they geled and when they clicked, boy, what did we click! You know, we know what we know what the result, you know, then the product was, and then you know, unfortunately, missed out on the on the final. So, with that in mind. Derby have played two games since my last my last podcast. Um first one was on Monday night against Huddersfield. And amazingly we won. Two one. Um I think I don't think we were favourites to win that. I think, you know I think Huddersfield were probably the favourites. I I called I think I called a two 0 Um I weren't too far off. So yeah, no, um Tom Lawrence got two quick uh, two got two goals in the space of about five minutes in in the first half, both from outside the area, first one, um, I think it was ball pointed forward, Tommy Elphick, Huddersfield's defender, decided he wanted to try and shoulder it back to his keeper, but it went tits up, keeper come out, headed it, and it's gone to Tom Lawrence, who's taken two quick touches to control it, and then he's lobbed it over the keeper and, and into the back of the net, Absolute. Oh, uh, for yeah, you know, brilliant goal. When you when you watch it for the first time, you think, hell great, you know, it's a decent goal." But when you see it again, if you watch how quick his feet are to controlling it to hitting it, it's it's that's 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 an absolute fantastic skill for me, to be honest. Um, and then, obviously, a few minutes, couple of minutes later, there was some nice play on the edge of Derby's box. Bogle got the ball at his feet, played it into Lawrence on the edge of the box again. Such quick feet, control with his right. Dropped his shoulder onto his left, no back left, but slots in, top corner. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. it, it, it is all I can describe that as. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Then Huddersfield, um, when he got penalty, I can't remember it was now. But he's, he's, he's basically, he's turned down just inside the box and Dow's tried to get a tackle in and he's brought him down. Clear penalty for me. No arguments, no questions. Um... Another you know, player. Oh come on! I should. Sorry, I forgot his name there. Um, he's he's slotted into the bottom corner anyway. But yeah, that's that was it. And then Derby really should have made it three one before before half time again. I think it was Jozazoom with the cross this time. He's whipped the ball. Oh, no, he's he's gone. That's yeah. He's gone down the right hand side um, on a counter attack. He's he's played a ball in. Along the ground, it's 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 gone through Lawrence's legs and it's come to Martin Wagon who's flying in and he's 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 hit it sweetly and it's forced a great save for the keeper to be honest. But that for me should have been three one. Um, I think is it too sweet as they say? Um, if he hits it any wider into the corner, it's a goal. But, no, in fact, a good save from the keeper. So, that, that was it then, really, for the first half. Second half was totally different. Derby dominated possession in the first half. Let, let's not get this wrong. And they played some really good football. Uh, Tom Lawrence stood out massively. He was here, there, and everywhere. Um, and he had his critics last season. He's had him at the start of this season. He's not even kicked the ball in a competitive match, and he had his critics. But he was, he was was he was up and down the pitch. He was tracking back. Um, which brings us to the second half, where Derby were basically under the cosh for 45 minutes, essentially, but we looked defensively solid. Matt Clark was an absolute beast at the back, new signing. He won, he won every header, tackles, blocks, everything. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and then, like I say, Lawrence again in the second half, he was tracking back, defending, trying to you know trying to break forward on the counter attack, things like that. But there wasn't, there wasn't, you know, no, there was no real threat. You know, Huddersfield, we, we, we you know, but Huddersfield had a lot of the ball, um, but we kept them to, you know, no real, no real dangers. I think Aaron Moy had a shot uh, from about 25 yards, 20 yards outside the box. Just gone wide. Um, Shender, I think, had their best chance. Uh, was it a corner, it was a corner come in, um... And it's dropped to Shinder at the back post. He's six yards out, and then Ruse has come out, spread himself, and Shinder's hit it, and and Ruse has smothered the ball. It's a good save to be honest. And finish from Ruse, and that's about it really. And then later on, near the end of the game, is it like um, no, yeah, and that was about it. I think I think they had a shot about eight yards out, through on goal, Kachunga, and he's yeah he, he's. He's he's sliced it high, wide, and never so handsome. You know, absolutely. He, he's he's got it at the target at least from where he was, but he's not. He's, he's pinged it all over the shot. But yeah, that that was it. Really, Derby's only real chance was uh, from the counter attack. Wagon played a ball into the to the box with a sweeping ball into the six yard area, and Bennett was looking to score at the back post, but the keeper's got there before him. He's taken a bit of a knock from his own player, but that was it. And to be honest. We showed two sides of our game. in the first half we showed how good our attacking flair is. You know, and we played a uh a four two three one. So Rusing goal, Bogle uh Bogle the right back, Maloney left back, uh Keo and Clark in the center centre backs. We played two holding in Huddleston and Evans. And with Lawrence on the left, out in the middle, Yazazin on the right and then um Wagon up top. And we showed two sides of our game. We showed, in the first half, was how good we, are, we can be at attacking. How effective Lawrence is coming in off his wing. You know, The amount of times you saw Lawrence popping up in a 10-roll um, was, it, it just showed how good he was, more centrally. That's what he wants his wingers to do, essentially. Um, Koku is, it's trying to come off the wings, come more centrally. Um, and obviously it worked. Second half then was all about defence, um, and like I said, we, we, didn't, we didn't look like we were in any danger, you know, there was no, Huddersfield didn't, you know, either they were poor and lacked any penetration, or I think, but I think it's more Derby just stood strong. Our shape, we were very well organised, you know, we dropped to like a four five one sort of formation and it was just, we were so hard to break down, which for me is something we really have struggled on. In the past four or five years now, it's not longer is our defensive shape and our defensive structure, um, which is it's clear to see that our, that Koku has seen that and he's worked on that and it, and it and it has worked, you know. And if if there's no penalty, it's it's probably we probably win two 0 So, for me, it just shows that you know defensively wise, then we are looking stronger and looking better. I think we we do lack a bit of mobility for the CDM roles. I wasn't sure why I played two there, but, you know, maybe, maybe when Bielik's fit, he'll come in and he'll just play as a one there. You know, so there's options. So then moving on, on to yesterday's game, Saturday's game, first-hand game against Swansea. This probably would take me about two minutes to review, because it was boring. It is, it, it, it was dull, pathetic. Um, Swansea came for a draw, and it, that's what it. That's what they got. They got a nil-nil no, no draw. It. It, it wasn't. It wasn't really good to watch. We just. We just lacked any. We then obviously just lacked any penetration. It was. We weren't looking to gamble. We were playing too safe. It felt like. You know we weren't. We were lacking pace as well. Um. So we're trying to put balls over the top to get in behind the defense. Which and when when you've got obviously. You know, two banks four. That's what you want. You, you need you. You've got to play a ball. That's what you want. Where you want Huddersfield to clip a ball over the top. But obviously, when you got Waggon up there, he's not blessed blessed with pave Zoon is, but he needs to probably work on his positioning. Um, he, he, like I say, he, he played the same team as Huddersfield, so it was a bit surprising to go four two three one at home. But again, like like I said, I think that will change probably to a four three three win. or maybe maybe something that you know incorporates having Waggon and Marriott playing. Um, together, whether it be married in behind Waggon or whether it's two up top, you know. But we've seen already during pre season and you know that he is he will change tactics, change formations. You know he he's an experienced manager, so I think the, I think the only real chance really we had was, was Martin Waggon penalty in 40th minute. He's missed it. He's he's put it low to his right and keep his guest and, and he saved it but you know and another day that goes in but I don't think Waggy had his best game to be honest none of them really shone there was critics for Malone there was critics for Lawrence what a surprise you know um critics for Zune but no one really shone I think maybe Bogle to be honest unfortunately he's gone off injured um he was the only one looking, he's the one who won the penalty, he's the only one looking to create something to get for, try and get in behind the defence. But he just I, I don't know if it's his if it's ligaments or what it looks like is it's on his ankle. He went he went out in a boot, so it's definitely it's not knee, which is good. Um it will be it probably will be fought so fingers crossed we we'll find out what's up with him soon and whether it's gonna be right who would be going at right back. Because at the moment the only right back like I can see with wisdom injured is Anya. Unless he goes to someone like Bateman. Is Bateman ready? don't know. Holmes maybe can play there, but again, injured. So, at the moment, Kecianya could be putting his boots on and playing it right back if Boga was long-term. And this is this is the issue with the, the transfer window shutting early. I get it, because you get your squad and everything, but, you know, is there enough time? For us, no, because obviously, what's is for? Six weeks, is it? You can't buy a squad like that. You can't. You haven't got time to assess it. Maybe it should. I you mean, know, when you, especially when you've got the rest of Europe, and I think the low leagues, I think theirs close on the, the, something like the second or third of September. It, it, yeah, they do, and it, it just doesn't seem. It, it don't seem right, to be honest. Um, at first, I was a bit like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But I think it should be to the end of August at least, at a minimum to the end of August. You know, get your couple of games through and then if you do need anybody else, if you do get any early injuries, then you've got time then to get replacements in. But that's, you know, it's out of our hands at the moment. Um, You know, so hopefully, fingers crossed, Bogle's not, not too bad. Otherwise, like I say, a catch any be probably it's gonna be more than likely a catch any that's that's lacing his boots up. But yeah, other than that, um second half, uh, I think yeah, the keeper made a double save in the second half. You, zoom, you know, people say he's got no you know, in, in product but to be honest, they weren't that bad yesterday. Um you know, he's again his pace causing trouble, he's he's weaved in and out, he's got himself into the box, left foot shot, curling to the bottom corner, the keeper's got a palm on it, it's come out, Malone's running in and doesn't get enough of it really to cause it and the keeper's made a comfortable save. So that was it really for chances. I guess Swansea, did they have any they have any drill chances? None like I think Ruse was really tested. I think maybe one down low in the first half and then one where it's it's like a cross come shot and he's 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 powered it well clear of any danger so it was a dual game from many sides from both sides Um, it's not not what I expected for the first home game of the season but again you know you've got to look at it this way last season if this was last season I'd be talking about how we got absolutely smashed 4-1 by Leeds United at home my first home game so let's look at it that way there's four points from two games point better off than they were last season if you want, you know, put a positive spin on things. Yes, it wasn't the best game last season, but we saw last season, you know, systems take time to jail, players take time to jail. You know, people people saying Dow's a bag of crap. Well, yes, because you comparing him to Mason Mount, but you know, Wilson and Mount didn't really get fired until about ten ten games in. Yeah, you know, I know Mount scored on his debut, but that he didn't he went missing and I was sort of thinking, well, oh, you know, who who's this guy who, you know, what what's so special about him? Why is I right But then he showed. So, it's still early days. It's very early days yet. Yeah. You know, players have got to get time to adapt to new systems, like I've said. But again, obviously, adapt to playing competitive games again. You know, everyone has a few poor games. You know, again, people back to Slate and Lawrence. You know, on Monday night, people couldn't do nothing but praise him. But then, like yesterday, he was back to being slated. Why? You know he couldn't get involved much yet. You know because, like I say, how Swans defended. He wants to cut inside, but there's no space because the Swans players there. Plus, he injured his foot against in the first half against Huddersfield. Carried on playing. He looked to be struggling with it when he was warming up. So whether he was a hundred percent fit, I don't know. So there's also that to consider. Let's not let's not jump down players' backs. Let's just start singling out players on on social media after one game. You know, let, let's point it this way. If the results were reversed, and for instance, Derby drew against Huddersfield and then beat Swansea, you'd be quite happy with that. I know you would, because you wouldn't have expected to beat Huddersfield, really. If you're gone, okay, yeah, we're drawing against them. First, you know, first game away from home, uh, newly relegated team from the Premier League. Yeah, and draw draws a good point. And then you play Swansea and beat them. Yes, and. Swansea won't do much this season, granted, by you know, by the looks of them. You know, the I I just you know, a new manager in again, not many signings. I think I I, I think the be, 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 be get my words out. I think they'll probably be mid table. Um, I might be wrong, I don't care. Um I think they'll be mid table at best, in all fairness. Um But it's not doesn't mean to say, you know, we're a bad side or anything like that. It's just it's one of them, one of them bad days at the office, should we call it, because as a team, they didn't perform well, again, they, they, there was too much sideways and backwards passing, they were looking, I think, um, rather than play a risky ball, I think it was just, let's play a safe option, let's play a safe option, you know, I think Kaku said after, yeah, we, you know, we didn't gamble enough, you know, um sometimes the final ball was poor, so we'll be working on that. You know, set pieces were were bad in fairness, Dow, Dow weren't really you know, they they were mostly over hit really to be honest. So we were poor in that aspect as well. So again it's when we work on training. But as we know, the championships, you know, it's it's one of them Get it's one of them leagues that there's no there's no rest for the wicked. So you've got, you know, game Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, etc. But we've got a Cup Game on choosing night right? You know. So you're gonna get I would have thought fringe players playing because we're playing Scunthorpe. No disrespect to them, but but it's your chance then, just to you know get your you know get your confidence up, get another win under your belt. You know, look at look what you know, the the cup run for us last year. Probably it may have hindered us a little bit, um, but I think it also helped us. Because we have got some big wins against Man United and you know Man United, Southampton. Obviously, lost against Chelsea, but put on a good display. Um, if it weren't for the you know, goals and whatnot, then it wouldn't. It could have been the other way around. But the confidence that that it brought, you know, the buzz that it brought to the fans. We've seen that, and then we lost one. You know, especially against Man United. You know, we went that, that. This is what I mean about last season. We went and beat Man United in the cup on Tuesday night. On the Saturday, we went up to Bolton. We, we you know we played Bolton at home, Bolton. You know finished bottom of the league, Um we lost 1-0, I and mean, we were awful, so it happens, you know, nobody. we're not Man City, that are week in, week out, playing well, scoring three, four, five goals every week, we're not going to be them, we're not them, you know, we're probably, you know, not going to be them, that's something you, you have to work to, work for, you have to drag it out, you have to have sloppy, 0-0 draws, or, you have to pinch a one 0 victory, some you know. So you know, and like I say, it's the start of the season with two games in. So let's 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 not get behind the lads. Let's not get behind the lads. Let's not let's not get on the lads' backs. Let's get behind them. Let's push them and drive them on for for the next game. You know. That's what we can do. So hopefully we take a win. You know if we go to Scunthorpe Tuesday night. Yeah, there'll be ch- there, there will be changes. You know, I think some under-23s will get some time. Hopefully, you know, players like Sibley and Knight will get some game time. Hopefully Marriott as well. And then, obviously, we go to Stoke City next Saturday. Yeah, Bet365 Stadium. Luckily, it's not a Tuesday night. Cold, wet Tuesday night at Stoke. But it might be a a cold, wet evening, afternoon, or sorry, or whatever. I think it's a late kick-off, isn't it? No. It's not. 3 o'clock. I couldn't imagine anything worse. Stoke on, on tally again you know we lost there last season but this is a different team now um they're, they're struggling again at the start of the season they lost both games one was to Charlton yesterday lost 3-1 to Charlton you know it was a way granted but Stoke you know I don't again I think I think I think they'll probably end up mid-table again I don't I don't think their manager will, will, last the, will last the season to be honest he might do but I, I just if things don't improve, it won't. So you know we go to Scunthorpe. we get a win, then we go with confidence and go to go travel to Stoke. You know it's only it's only an hour's drive away, so I'm um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of away fans go in. And we go on from there, but yeah, no, um, I was going to touch on this finally is is Jack Marriott. So. We were, you know the the ground was screaming for Marriott we were singing to get Marriott on after about an hour yesterday you know I think the radio was saying we need Jack Marriott on uh, I think social media was all saying Jack Marriott on but he didn't come on to the 80th minute now I don't you know I know he's got the, I know last season he, he's you know he spent a lot of time on the bench or at the squad you know, and I know he had this reputation and stuff flying around but whatever let's not forget he's not in a a pre-season so it'd be nothing to do with anything I was out of favour, anything like that. I think it's gonna be more the fact that he's not had a preseason. He had he's had obviously the, the, the couple, first couple of weeks he had, and then he got injured against Sarasota. So he's not gonna be starting You know, yet. Because he's not gonna be fitting off. He's gotta get some minutes under his belt first, so you know he got ten minutes yesterday. Will he start for the cup game? Perhaps. Um you know it's the same, you know. Same with Christian Bielik, Like he's, he, he's he's joined us obviously midway for transfer. He's, I think, Kaku obviously wants him to play. Wants him to start by at the moment, you know. And but he's not going to rush him. He doesn't want him to risk injury because he's. I think he's only like three week break, you know. So and he's had a really long season. He had playoff finals, then he went to the the Euros. So he's not really had a rest. You know, so he just wants to be fit. I think he's still feeling a bit tight and everything. So it'll it'll be with his maybe stoke match, maybe choosing night. But yeah, no, I'm off the point here. So Jack Marriott, we all know he's a goal scorer. We all love him. We all want him to start. We all want him to play. We all want that. I'm sure Kaku wants that. But it's pointless putting a 50% Jack Marriott on. You know, we we saw yesterday what he can, what he did in the ten minutes he came on. He 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 then started getting behind defences, started breaking defences up. He, you know, just didn't really get a chance. Um, so I thought we just need to be a bit patient, and he will start. And he'll be he'll be ready in, a, in you know in a, in a week or two. We, you know, we we don't want the thing is we don't want to rush him back and get him and, you know get him injured. Then he's out for another. Five six weeks or something, daft like that. We've already got enough of them already. Hopefully, Holmes was close to fitness as well. Um, following his uh, that thing was his thigh, were not it? He could be another one that, that returns. So we're going to get some, you know, a lot more. You know, I know at the moment it feels like we're struggling for, you know, creativity and things like that. But you know, when when you've got the likes of Holmes coming back, likes of Marriott, it, it then frees up. This is what I'm saying about his formation. Where at the moment we're playing two holding midfielders, I think when Bielik's ready, he will stick him as a sinker, you know, um, on his own. Um, and then you're going to look at maybe having Dowell and Holmes off him, as in front of him. Then you Lawrence, and then you have got obviously Patterson or you know, Bennett or or, or that can play wide, um, and then you've got, um, Waggon or Mario up front, or you or like I say, we figure out a way to. To play Mario up front with Wagon because he does. He definitely plays better with someone up there with him. We saw that against Leeds when they you know, when he was up, when he was up top with Bennett. You know Bennett nodded. You know it was actually the first, his first goal. Bennett nods on, and he, he chases it. Keeper and defender make a calamitous error, and but that's it. But yeah, he's not a hold up man really. You know he is. He is someone that likes to get the end of crosses. Likes being anywhere in that 18 yard box and he's lethal. We know that. And Cocker will know that. And so it's it, it, I think he will be hopefully if he's not if he's not if he's not starting on Tuesday or hopefully he's on the bench again on Tuesday. Hopefully, you know, maybe he gets forty five minutes if he's on the bench. that would be our ideal situation. Again, if against Stoke, hopefully you can get more minutes then, and then, you know, even even if it's just you know sub appearances at the moment, but you know more than ten minutes essentially, you know, because we don't want you know because we've got we've got Stoke, um, then we've got Bristol City at home, then we've got West Brom at home, um, and I think that pretty much oh no sorry we've got one more and we've got Brentford away, and that ends that ends August for you, doesn't it? Um... Yeah, and then we go to the I think, international break, crap, and then we've got Leeds. So we really want him. We really want Marriott ready for definitely for the Leeds to be starting against Leeds. We definitely, we definitely need him to be starting against Leeds. So hopefully he's ready and fighting fit. And then that's it. Really, we'll beat Leeds, and we're going on a phenomenal run. January will come in. Rooney will come in. And then, rather than have a blip at February, we'll absolutely smash it, and then we'll finish top of the league. And then it'll be like, ha yeah, we're going up. That is, you know, in theory, that would be nice. Um, But yeah, no, so... Like I say, hopefully he gets minutes in the next next three or four or five games in August. And then he's ready to start. And then hopefully he gets... Uh, Kaku can find a way to get him and Waggon or or him and whoever up front fighting battling it out and you know playing the two because I, I, just, I just I know he played in a, on his own a few times but you know when Waggon was on the wing but I just think Waggon's wasted out on the wing he's you not know, he's, he's no, he hasn't got he has got enough pace or anything like that so centrally get them both in and we'll, 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 you know, we'll get we'll get them both firing and it'll be great and then this little nil nil draw that we're all being feeling a bit yeah, annoyed about. We'll we'll be at the back of our minds come May when we're there lifting the trophy, EFL champions. <laughs> That'd be nice. So that's all from me today. Then uh, obviously Tuesday night's the big night. Scunthorpe away. If you go in again, safe journey. You know, roar them on. Hopefully, we get another win. Uh, again, again, another cup run going. And who knows where the season will take us? But you know, as always, it's going to be up and down. We know this. You know this. I know this. But let's just take it, take it in our stride. Let's just enjoy the ride. Anyway, I'll see you next time, guys. Thank you ever so much for listening. As always, you take care, guys. And I'll see you again soon. Come on, Derby.